have with us Dr. Zeti Akhtar Aziz, who is the former governor of Bank Negra, Malaysia. She was a panelist at the geo-economic conference we had today. Um, the title of her panel was uh, Financialization Reshaping the Global Financial Architecture. Um, so my first question to you, Doctor, is how can new financial innovations be put to work for the real productive economy? Yes, uh, innovation needs to be aligned for, to the overall benefit that it's going to bring. And so in, for example, ethical finance or Islamic finance, for example, they, have to, they go through a screening process to indicate what benefit do they bring to the economy, uh, to the community, and to the environment. And so if they look at the ultimate objective of this innovation, then it can bring about the benefit that we want to see. Right. Okay. That's interesting. That actually leads up to my second question, which is on Islamic finance. So uh, you were instrumental in the implementation of Islamic financial mechanisms in Malaysia. How can these mechanisms be adopted and adapted by countries like India to make them more global and um, inclusive financial hubs? Well. First of all, if they understand what Islamic finance is, first of all, Islamic finance uh, requires there to be, for every financial transaction, an underlying economic transaction. And then uh, it relies on profit sharing, which involves risk sharing and uh, the um, uh, governance process and transparency and disclosure because you share in managing the risks between the borrower and the financier. So in this kind of finance is highly sustainable and um, right now even if countries like India may not be offering Islamic finance, they can participate in Islamic financial systems in other parts of Asia, in the Middle East, and even in the developed world in countries like London and Luxembourg and so on, and Paris actually, where they have uh, frameworks and structures that allow for Islamic finance to happen. Okay. And uh, so, which countries, do, in your opinion, offer the best models for, you know, more global and inclusive financial mechanisms? Well, well uh, I think there's been a convergence in thinking. Of course, you have to have a, a model that is sustainable. And uh, this model requires many elements for a develop, more developed uh, financial system of all components of the financial system from the financial intermediaries, the financial markets and the financial infrastructure. Uh, and then, uh, yes, there has to be greater market orientation and competitiveness and this requires financial reforms, but it needs to also be regulated. and. Uh, uh, there has to be a balance between the regulation and the market process. Right, and here is where ethics and values also comes in, right? Yes, that's correct. Okay, and my last question is, are there adequate circuit breakers in place to prevent crises of political and social regression caused due to financial liberation? 
there are no shortcuts to preventing crises. And this has to be a buildup of resilience. And that is what most of the countries in Southeast Asia did in the decade following the Asian financial crisis. And that demonstrated our ability to withstand the crisis that happened in the US and Europe in the United Kingdom that had global implications. But Southeast Asia and other Asian countries that were highly open did not face any disruptions in their financial system and they were able to recover growth within a very short period of time to be on a sustainable growth path. So it's all about building resilience. Right. Yes. Thank you so much for answering our questions. Thank it's you. Lovely having you. Thank you.